Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Is it time? Let's do this. It's time for Real Golf Radio, the longest-running nationally syndicated golf show in the country. With insights and experience of professional golfer Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper, and the passion and, uh, well, fun of Brian Taylor. Nice. Here they are, the hosts of Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob. Well, hello there, and welcome to this week's edition of Real Golf Radio. I'm Brian Taylor, alongside Bob Casper, the friendly ghost. It is a Halloween weekend, and we appreciate you spending some time with us here on Real Golf Radio. Thanks to Michael Jackson's Thriller for setting the mood for us today, because we got some fun just, stuff to talk did I just about. I see you shake your shoulders like you wanted to dance. <laughs> oh, I'd be dancing. If you can't get the, if you can't get your hands up on this one and get the, you know, the little uh, side to side thing, and the, yeah, exactly, you're doing a bop. That's right. That's right. We're gonna have a thrilling show, as they say. <laughs> anyway, we we are gonna have a good time today. You know what? There are some scary things in golf. There are some scary moments, some situations that you find yourself yep. in. We're not gonna focus so much on the scary situation as we are what might be a way to extricate yourself or get out of that scary situation. And so we're going to rely on Mr. Casper, the friendly ghost, for his friendly tips on how to get out of these different scary situations in golf. So we're going to spend some time on that. Plus, we're going to welcome in our good friend, uh, the caddy. And he may have some uh, things to shed some light on that as well. And Rex Hogger is going to join us because, Bob, uh, from Golf Channel, there is a story uh, mm-hmm. That is has broke this week, where this darn Premier Golf League thing just continues to rear its ugly head. I'm sticking with the Halloween verbiage here, and yes. he is over in Bermuda and reporting on this uh, as it uh, is breaking. And so we're going to welcome in Rex Hogger to talk just a little bit about that. And you know what else is scary, Bob? Mm. Bernhard Longer is still winning tour events at the age of 64. <laughs> he is now the <laughs> oldest winner. On the Champions Tour at 64. Unbelievable stuff what Longer's doing. So we're going to get into that. Um, you've got uh, Zozo. Uh, we we uh, had Hideki Matsuyama. You know, he, he unlocked the secret to winning on, the, on, on tour, Bob. A couple okay. eagles in the final round should do it. That's it. That's I mean, it. You it's, should win when you when you take it low like that. I mean, it, it's not that hard. Just make a couple of eagles in the final round. 
And you might mm-hmm. be, you know, when you're in mm-hmm. contention and you might just be hoisting the hardware. So it's as simple there as that. There you go. Yeah. So anyway, we're going to talk about all that headlines and more. And then I, I can't wait. I sent over some of these uh, scary moments uh, that I thought, at least in my mind, could potentially be scary moments. So I am excited to see what your Casper friendly advice is in relation to those moments. So we'll get into that coming up. We'll hit all the headlines and storylines, schedule, and all that around professional golf in just uh, after a short three-minute break. So hang with us. Thanks for tuning in. Brian and Bob with you here on Real Golf Radio. For over two decades, First Tee has created experiences that build character. We believe every kid deserves to feel supported, safe to try something new, and to be prepared for what comes next. We develop their swing, but more importantly, their inner strength. Because we know what's inside doesn't just count, it changes the game. Come join us at First Tee. Visit firsttee.org. To get your highest performing tour ball, you need to build it with the highest quality. To get the highest quality, you need to pass more than 150 consistency checkpoints. And to guarantee your tour ball has a more centered core, you need unique 3D X-ray. That's why one tour ball is more centered than another. And it might not be who you'd think. ChromeSoft. This ball really does change everything. There are currently 2 million American spouses and children whose family member was killed or disabled in defense of our country, which is why I founded the Folds of Honor providing educational scholarships to the families of 1% of the Americans who protect our freedom. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Please join our squadron today. Your $13 a month speaks volumes and changes lives forever. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. Those who know love heading to St. George, Utah for year-round fun, especially golf. But where to stay is always a challenge, and getting a tee time can be tough. What if there was a Scottsdale-style golf resort in St. George where you can stay and play? And what if you could own your own residence there? Well, now there is. Introducing Black Desert Resort at Entrada. The second and final chapter of the Entrada Vision offers a full community with exceptional amenities from residential villages, hiking trails through preserved lava flows, spa, world-class dining and shopping, and a Tom Weiskopf Championship Golf Course. It's literally an outdoor paradise that will strengthen family bonds and make lifelong memories. That's life at Black Desert. Find out how you can stake your claim at blackdesertresort.com blackdesertresort.com exclusive real estate opportunities are available now black desert resort at entrada unlike anything you've experienced before Now, back to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper on Real Golf Radio. Real Golf Radio. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper. 
Casper the Friendly Ghost. Are you going to get tired of me saying that, by the way? I'll just call me Ghost. <laughs> just call you Ghost. You, you Casper's the actual name, though. So we, maybe I drop the okay. Friendly Ghost, and we'll just go with Ca- Casper and Casper I. Casper the Ghost. Yeah, it's Casper and I. Did you get that a lot growing up? Not really. Come Not on. The kids had to no. bring that up at some point. Halloween. Yeah, Halloween. That's it? Yeah. As isolated yeah. to Halloween? Yeah. yeah. Really? Okay. All right. I, I'm surprised. I'm pretty sure I saw your dad. Uh, it had different references to Casper the Friendly Ghost mm-hmm. over his career. You know, when people ask me, how do you spell your last name? I said, like the ghost. Oh, you do. Okay. All mm-hmm. right. Hey, this segment is brought to you by Callaway Golf, introducing Epic Max Star. You heard all about that from Dave Neville a couple weeks ago with our deep dive, but it's the ultimate in lightweight performance, and orders start shipping next week, so pre-order now at CallawayGolf.com. That is if you want the Mac Daddy, which is also a Callaway product, I guess, Mm -hmm. uh, of all club lineups, pretty much everything they can throw into technology-wise and make it the most expensive set of golf clubs so you can show that off to all your friends at the club. That is the set for you. Check it out, CallawayGolf.com. Yes, sir. Guess what I just saw. I can't, I can't guess. A so ghost? what do I putt with? What putter do I putt with? The number seven. Odyssey number seven. Number seven. by Odyssey? Yeah. Toulon has a number seven, too. Of course they have a number seven. Guess what I'm writing to Toulon about. Oh, you're switching over to the Thule version. I want me a number seven, okay. Sean. Well, look, yep. that now... Uh, one of the things that I did put on my list was getting a new putter or a new driver, right? That can be a little bit scary. You and I have talked through this. I changed yes. my putter grip when I was putting well, and then I started missing putts, and you said you that was on me for making a dumb decision to change putter grip. So right. it can be scary to make a change in that regard. So you're changing from the basic difference between the Odyssey version and the Toulon version, uh, I'm guessing, is the lack of insert. So you'd be going full mill versus insert. Yeah, it still does have a milled face on it, um, but it doesn't have that insert face that the right, which is going to putter has. That's right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So that's the scary part is the ball's going to come off a little bit differently. It, it will. Um, but it's all the it's all the studio series and everything like that. It's just the face is just slightly different. Oh, look, I'm not arguing with you. They are dead sexy. Oh, but yes. you need to make sure that that is the role that you are actually looking for, Mr. Casper. So that's, <laughs> well, send it to me. That's all. I'll oh, okay. oh you can let me be the judge of that. I hear you. Um, <laughs> all right. Very, very nice. Uh, all right. Well, we're going to get into uh, we're getting into our, our Halloween fun uh, with Casper's friendly tips coming up. But first, we begin with headlines. And you mentioned it already. Uh, Greg Norman has uh, come out and it is. I guess it's going to be official now. Officially no, it's official. Now, I know, today. but right, right. But Norman is going to be the chairman of this new tour. He's going to be the commissioner. Commissioner. All right. Sorry. Of this new tour. And he's been trying to do this for a long, long time. This is what I wanted to ask you. Is this, is this just a continuation in Norman's uh, revenge on the PGA tour that basically rejected his idea for this, uh, for this uh, years ago and then stole his WGC, uh, created the WGC instead and, and kind of cut him out of the deal? Well, I think what we're going to do is we're going to have a new movie called Revenge of the Great White Shark. Oh, okay. Shark Revenge. <laughs> they've done a That's number a of Jaws. Situation. Yeah, they've done a number but of the, Jaws the remixes. The interesting thing about Greg Norman is that, yeah, he's number one player in the world, uh, phenomenal golfer from Australia, as we all know. And 
Yes, he was trying to make a world tour, kind of combine everybody together into a world tour. And then the PGA Tour came out with, like you said, the WGCs, the World Golf Championships. But it kind of aced him out of the whole situation um, and kind of being the spokesperson for that world golf tour. And so this has kind of given him an opportunity to resurrect that. And I think it's going to fall flat on its face just like it did last time. Um, It's almost a kiss of death. Whoa, you're saying Norman himself is the kiss of death. Well, him being involved with something against the PGA Tour is the kiss of death. Yes. Oh, okay. So you're saying that the, the history will repeat itself in this scenario once again. I do. Okay. I think it will. Okay. Yeah. You well, know, Graham McDowell, Graham McDowell was interviewed this week, and we'll talk to Rex Hoggard about that. But he was interviewed this week, and he says, you know, if I don't know what, what the PGA Tour is going to do if eight or nine of the top players um, in the game or in the world jump to this other tour. My feeling is they're not going to even – Sniff going to the other tour. Well, there's a couple things that we know, and if you go to golfchannel.com and read Rex's uh, coverage of this story, uh, he reminds us that you know uh, Jay Monahan, you know, had came mm-hmm. out really strong in, in early 2020, saying if anyone affiliates with this new tour, they will lose PGA Tour membership. So that's a lot. That's a lot on the line. Uh, we have not vocally uh, heard anyone commit to a new tour, but here's what we do know. So before we go through all that, what we do know is is that they have affiliated with the Asian tour. Bob, you played on the Asian tour back in the, in the nineties and they are going to have a 10 tournament series. We know it's going to be some team format and it is part of the Asian tour, which is interesting. And so this, this uh, tournament, the, the in Saudi Arabia is going to be one of those events that's going to be on there. So I I don't blame the first one. Yeah. I don't, I don't blame the Asian tour. Look, this is probably a huge thing. They committed $200 million over 10 years to the Asian tour to help get this thing rolling. Now Mm -hmm. it's just a matter from what I understand of getting players to participate in these events in order to draw fans, thereby drawing advertisers and sponsors uh, thereby drawing profits, which is why they want to do something like this. Well, it looks like there are eight players that are members on the PGA Tour that are writing to the tour for a special exemption to be able to to be able to get um, to play over there in Saudi Arabia. A lot of those guys have been playing there for many, many years, including Graham McDowell, who won the tournament last year, um, and the PGA Tour has not decided if they're going to grant that. Um, so it, it's it's interesting to see what is happening, that Greg Norman is now the official um, spokesperson and commissioner for that uh, professional golf league or pre- premier golf league. And and I just, I just don't understand how it's all going to work out because there's more involved in it than just money. Yeah, well, look, here's the way I look at it. The, the people behind this, we know the Saudi money is behind it. Uh, they they seem hell-bent on making this happen. And so this is the route where they're going. Now, the importance of affiliating with the Asian Tour is that they now have access to world ranking points. And that was a big deal, yes. right? So world ranking points, of course, qualify you for major championships and so on and so forth. So they have decided to, I guess, go with the low-hanging fruit. They took a lesser tour, sorry, no offense, Asian tour, but they took a lesser tour than certainly the European and the PGA tour. Mm -hmm. And they said, okay, we're going to affiliate here. We're going to start our 10 series here. It's almost like if they can prove their model on a small scale, then they can scale it up to the bigger tours. I think that that's where they're going to go from here. Okay. We shot for the big, 
we, we shot the moon and it didn't work. So let's go for one of the small stars. And if that works, maybe we can ride that small star back to the moon and, and see what happens. That, that to me is what it feels like. And again, I'm anxious to talk to Rex and get more of his insights. I do know from Rex's article that there was a meeting held in New York City. That's correct. And Golf Channel was not invited. So I'm anxious to hear what Rex has to say uh, about the, all he could put is he was not invited. I'm sure he has learned um, much about what went on in that meeting, despite not having been uh, present uh, himself on that. So it, it, it's interesting. Look, look golf. Uh, no, let's let me step back even further. And, and I'm dealing with this right now. I have two things that three things that I have to watch for me. The only reason why I even want television, if you will. Uh, one is golf, right? So I need golf channel yep. and I need the MB, the network so that I can watch, you know, CBS, NBC, that type of thing. This, and that's pretty much readily available, you know, anywhere. Second thing is I want my, my local college sports, you know, so I, I'm a fan of the university of Utah. So I want to watch my Utah Utes. Unfortunately, they're mired in this ridiculous pac 12 contract. And so you have to find something that has the pac 12. Uh, and then the third is the Utah Jazz, also in a terrible contract with AT&T Sportsnet. And so yeah, those are the three things that I want. Well, Dish Network had all of that. I was ready to switch back to Dish Network. Dish dropped AT&T Sportsnet. Um, I'm sorry, Dish. Yeah, no, Dish. Yes. Yeah. So they're gone. DirecTV still carries it, but they don't carry the Pac-12. So now I'm like, well, what do I do? Now there's all these streaming services. So I've been using YouTube TV for a long time. It, it sort of mm-hmm. had everything except the Pac-12. And uh, and and now they don't have AT&T. They don't have Pac-12. And 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 so then I look at Fubo, which now has AT&T, but doesn't have... And so... And, it's it's kind of, oh they have they have Fubo and Pac twelve but they don't carry TNT so if I wanted to watch any NBA games on TNT or whatever now I got to have all so my point is is it's the whole thing that is driving media right now I'm not interested in all the other shows it's live sports live sports is king and so everybody is after live sports products including golf yep. and that is what the impetus behind all this in in my opinion anyway uh, my producer screaming at me we got to take a short break we'll come back we'll hit more of this plus some of the other stories and get into our halloween fun topic and then dive back into this with rex hogger from golf channel thanks for joining us brian and bob with you right here on real golf radio Hotel Park City, along with the spa and Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, are open. Parents were tired, forced into homeschooling, juggling work at home and kids at home. Well, take a staycation and escape to Hotel Park City. The pool's open, fitness center, bandanas grill, Ruth's Chris, the spa, and the golf course. From suites and the cottages that offer private hot tubs on the balcony and three fireplaces, you got to get away. To Hotel Park City, call 435 940 5077. That's 435 940 5077 for reservations today. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried and Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried and Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. 
Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms. An indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns. And Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals so you can try it before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some. Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. You might know Mountain Land Supply for its plumbing products, but did you know Mountain Land Supply also carries landscaping, irrigation supplies, and tools. They can help you design and calculate the exact feet of pipe, sprinkler heads, and nozzles to use for your yard. Using smartphone technology, you can even control your watering with state-of-the-art controllers. For all your landscaping needs, Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through everything to put my concerns to rest and the day of the surgery was so easy really one of the simplest things I've gone through and it worked I could see instantly and 12 years later I haven't had any issues at all I can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway well you know close to 300 yards anyway schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com join the list of happy patients like Mike Weir Bruce and Boyd Summerhays Bob Casper and me oh and mention Real Golf Radio and you'll save a thousand dollars off your LASIK procedure do it now at Hoops vision.com now back to real golf radio talking golf back when 300 yard drives were big for real here's brian and bob all right welcome back this segment brought to you by our friends at black desert resort in saint george utah Check out the all-new Black Desert Resort at blackdesertresort.com. Tom Weiskopf Championship Golf Course. I was just down there again this week. It is looking so great. There's going to be a hotel resort uh, feel with uh, spa, dining, shopping, you know, rooms. It's lo- it's going to be the place to be in southern Utah, and there's real estate Did opportunities. Did you hit some that- shots? No, I didn't get to hit the, some shots. Dang I, it. I know. I got there. I had to go a little bit early, and then the rest of the guys came later to do that, and I was oh, gone okay. by then. So I Bummer. missed out on that fun, but I was looking forward to it. But I imagined it, Bob, just like uh, Kramer in that episode uh-huh. where he's like, that ball goes sailing up into the sky, holds there for a moment, and then, Goo. yeah, one of my favorite Dang. Seinfeld scenes. Yeah. So, yeah, check it out, blackdesertresort.com. Golf course coming along and be open this time next year. We're just leaving off on the headline there talking about uh, Greg Norman and his relentless pursuit against the PGA Tour. I'm not yeah. sure it's a completely – I'm not sure that's his t- sole motivation – but nonetheless, it is at odds against what the PGA Tour is trying to do. They've definitely staked mm-hmm. their, put their mark in the sand saying, you know, yeah, this is definitely something that's coming against us. And if you're with them, you're not with us. And so Greg Norman going across that line, crossing the picket line, if you will, and yep. saying, all right, I'm in. In fact, I'm not only in, I'm leading the charge. So yeah. it, it, it's, I, I don't know, I find it to be an interesting developing story, and I can't wait to talk to Rex Hoggard about it coming up in just a couple of minutes. Other news and notes that we haven't hit on yet, the USGA changed some uh, amateur status rules, Bob. 
And they basically fell in line with what we expected. Uh, the name, image, and likeness rules that were set out by the NCAA for athletes Correct. also included golfers uh, in, in uh, college athletics. And so they adjusted the rules so that these players could take advantage of the NIL without being in violation of their amateur status, which would disqualify them from playing college golf, essentially, right? You know, and it's kind of interesting that NIL, each one of the states has to approve that NIL for the universities in their states. And so this gives them a a phenomenal opportunity to accept endorsement money for their name, image, and likeness and gives them an opportunity to be able to play. You know, let's let's just – make it known that golf on the amateur level, if you're going to be a great golfer and have the ability to play collegiate golf and play in all the big national events and that kind of thing, it requires a lot of money, Mm -hmm. a lot of money. And if you're a great player and you have the opportunity to capitalize on some of that money to be able to go and play and not have to pass the hat around, so to speak, to get people to kind of, sponsor you as an amateur golfer, this is a great opportunity. And I think what they've done is a great thing. Yeah, well, it also ups the, just for the regular us guys that are out there playing, yep. it bumped us from 750 to to $1,000 in prize money that you can accept. Or I guess it's money or equivalent of or merchandise. Or merchandise, yeah. yeah. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, we're, we're up really in the cool. four digits now. Yes. As amateurs. We can we can make a thousand bucks. So anyway, yep. yeah, you can check more about that on USGA.org. Uh, we mentioned the Bermuda Championship. Boy, did you see the winds blowing Ooh. in the first round? You got guys out there from Scotland and England that are both saying that it's the toughest winds they've ever played in, and wind yeah. is part of their nature uh, there yeah. in the in the British Isles. So yeah, just absolutely. Very difficult conditions, no doubt about it. Hey, hats off to uh, Hideki Matsuyama uh, for picking up a win in uh, Japan. What a year for Japan, huh? He wins Zozo. They hosted the Olympics. Uh, I mean, just really, really cool stuff that's going on there. And uh, we mentioned Bernhard. Did we get to Bernhard Longer? Now I forget after that short break. Bernhard Longer. Mm, We touched on him a little bit. 42. Win number 42 on the senior circuit. Number 42. What is he, 64? Yes. Oldest winner. Oldest winner, 64. Yeah, so the interesting thing is the guy that caddies for him, his name is Terry. Um, he was a, a Champions Tour caddy for my dad for quite a few years. Well, how old is and, he? Uh, um, he's got to be probably in his 50s, 50s, maybe 60s. But Terry's a good dude. He's a good good guy, and uh, and like I said, he caddied for quite a few years. It was funny. We took him um, – when we lived in San Diego, my dad and mom were still living in San Diego. We took him to a BYU football game at Jack Murphy Stadium. I think it was the Holiday Bowl. And he got lost in the crowd, and we took off and left him at the, at the stadium after the game. Typical caddy treatment. Oh, yeah. And, uh, but somebody went back and picked him up. It was good. Oh, it was okay. good. All right. But Terry's a great guy. Terry is a great guy. Well, so, I'm like a brother with Terry now since I'm one of yeah, your dad's pres- former he's caddies. He's a professional. He's a real professional. <laughs> oh, so. so I'm not. Okay. Um, all right. Speaking, that's a good segue into Casper the Friendly Ghost. So let's let's get into some of these. As we mentioned, it is Halloween weekend. So here's mm-hmm. our take on it. We're Rather than just go into what are golf's uh, scary situations, let's talk about how to get out of them. 
how to respond. And I don't know why, but the first thing that came to my mind were bunkers. It just feels like players get afraid of bunkers. I should say golfers get afraid. Players Uh shoot for bunkers sometimes because they're so good at them. But a buried lie in a bunker. This is one that is just, you know, it's one thing you hit it in the bunker, but then you get up there and you realize it's buried and it's like, ah, I mean, the heart rate elevates the, you know, you got the butterflies in the stomach and you're thinking this could just get, has gone from bad to worse. So, Mr. Casper, what is the friendly tip for helping our fellow golfers when they find themselves with the dreaded buried lie in the green? Well, it bunker? could be buried and, or it could not be buried. Um, and when you said that players um, aim for bunkers, bunkers sometimes, you know what? If if your only avenue as a tour player was um, to get it close to the green was to aim for a bunker, then guys would aim for bunkers because certain things you can do out of a bunker um, or certain um, things that you put in play out of a bunker will allow you to extricate it out and possibly get it up and down. But as far as a buried lie is concerned, most of the time, they call it a fried egg, and there's kind of a little bit of a indent circle, and the ball's sitting right in the middle of it, you know, like, like you would see. Most buried lies, you want to hit behind the ball at the edge of uh, where that indent starts or the edge of the white part of the egg. Um, and you can do that with a squared club face, or you can do it with an open club face. Really? Squared club face, you take as – especially if you're trying to go any distance at all – you want a squared club face, um, and you want to hit down in on that that portion, making sure that you hit down into the sand, almost leaving your club in the sand and not swinging all the way through it, and the ball will pop out. Um, if it's a close lie, then it's more of an open club face, and you're basically you're picking the club straight up and outside, but still hitting around that little part, and it will come out softer. So the idea is you, because the ball is sitting down, you need to get the club down underneath the ball and yes. allow the sand to also work in your favor at that point yep. in time to push yep. that ball out. And exactly. now, now one thing to be aware of, if I'm, you know, if I'm, unless you've got something different on me here, Bob, when you come, when you're coming out of a fried egg situation, ball's not going to stop real quick. No, doesn't have any spin, especially on a long shot. That's why if you have a square face, the ball's going to come out and it's going to release towards the hole. Um, or a longer shot on a green. If it's a closer shot, then that's why you have to get the club open a little bit. And it's and you're basically chopping straight down into the sand. Okay. All right. So there you go. There's Casper's friendly advice for how to escape uh, the dreaded buried lie in a greenside bunker. It's let's, called extrication. Extrication. So let's stick with the bunkers. And let's go to an 80-yard fairway bunker. At our club, Ooh. we did a little redesign. Some trees were removed. And some of these bunkers, uh, some sometimes the designers will call them target bunkers, things like that. They're, mm-hmm. they're just short of the green. You might be a 60-yard, might be a 40-yard, might be an 80-yard. But here's something where it's not like you're – a lot of times for me – if I'm in a fairway bunker that's 150 yards or something like that, I'll take my nine iron and I just like to hit it a little thin. You know, that's right. I just kind of thin it out of there and I know it's going to have some spin and get it there onto the green and it's going to, I'm going to have a putt. But when you're in this situation where it's, okay, I might, God, I'm kind of in the wedge, you know, I'm into my wedges here, but I don't want it to dig and I don't want to scull it because at this point in time, even from 150 yards, if you scull it a little bit, 
it's just going to hit the green and roll off the back and you get it up and down. But from 80 yards, you scroll it, you could be off the golf course. So that's why I feel like this becomes a little bit scary situation. Yeah. So how about this shortish but long fairway bunker shot? Well, I, I think you have to use the same um, the same type of things that you do when you play out of fairway bunkers, um, meaning that uh, you choke down on the club a little bit, um, maybe an inch or two on the grip so that the club becomes shorter so it doesn't dig down into the, the sand, um, and that you catch the ball slightly first. Um, the other thing you can do with those bunkers that are – maybe 40 or 60 yards away is instead of using a sand wedge, you could use a pitching wedge or a nine iron. Um, you, you hit it just like a normal bunker shot, a couple inches behind the, behind the ball and swing through it. And it will come out a little bit lower and a little bit faster. Um, and when it hits the green, uh, it, depending on if you nip it or if it, if it's just a normal shot, it, it will, uh, sometimes it will check up. Sometimes it will release a little bit. But that's another way because uh, when anytime you hit a normal bunker shot where you're hitting a couple inches behind the ball, there's a big, a much larger room for error. But those 80-yard, 60-yard shots where you have to hit a sand wedge or a lob wedge, um, then they become more difficult and less room for error. All right. So avoiding skulls or hitting it fat, try hitting the same shot but taking a little bit longer club like a pitching yep. wedge or a nine iron, another Great tip from Casper's Friendly Advice. All right, we got to take a short break. When we come back, we'll take a departure from our little Halloween side story here and get with Rex Hoggard more on this Greg Norman story that is continuing to develop. He joins us from Golf Channel. He's in Bermuda. He joins us next right here on Real Golf Radio. Building a driver to deliver more speed isn't new. The way we're doing it is. We're pushing artificial intelligence to go even further. The new Jailbreak AI speed frame is designed to promote faster ball speeds across the face. It's a structural shift in design, delivering performance in a way you've never seen. We're not just building drivers, we're framing the future of speed. Only in the new Epic Drivers from Callaway. Have you heard? There's an all-new experience coming to St. George, Utah. Black Desert Resort at Entrada is a full community resort experience featuring a resort hotel, private residences, world-class dining and shopping, a Tom Weiskopf designed championship golf course, and so much more. With a simple message of remarkable within reach, Black Desert Resort beckons you to visit and even stay for a lifetime. Exclusive real estate opportunities are available at blackdesertresort.com. Black Desert Resort at Entrada unlike anything you've experienced before. I started Folds of Honor above my garage 13 years ago because 90% of spouses and children of killed or disabled U.S. service members receive no federal education assistance. Our mission has never wavered. We honor their sacrifices by educating their legacy. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to you, I will be a construction engineer. An elementary school teacher. Thank you for helping me fulfill my dream of going to med school. We're able to award these scholarships because patriots like you refuse to turn your back on the cost of freedom. Join the Folds of Honor squadron today. Your $13 a month will help ensure we never turn military families away. This is your call to duty. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to people like you, I know my dad is not forgotten.
born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks so much for joining us. I, in fact, I should stop saying Brian and Bob. We're, it's Brian and Casper today. It's Casper the Friendly Ghost here on a Halloween weekend. You and you know what? What's scary is the Bermuda Triangle. That's one of those things. And, and Rex actually braved going right through the Bermuda Triangle in the air to get to the Bermuda Championship this week, where he has been reporting not only on the event, but the events that are unfolding surrounding this uh, new Premier Golf League and the Saudi thing and uh, Norman, the new commissioner, and all of that stuff. So we're really happy that he would take a few minutes to join us. First of all, we're happy he's survived thus far. And second, that he would take a few minutes to talk with us here on Real Golf Radio. Golf Channel's Rex Hogger joining us now. Hey, Rex, how are you? How you guys doing? Yeah, we're good. Is it that scary over there, getting through the Bermuda Triangle? It wasn't so, I, I guess, I, I, what happened is, and this never happened 25 years of traveling, when you when you mentioned the Bermuda Triangle, it has felt like the Bermuda Triangle a little bit. So for the first time in my career on Monday, and I'm not going to name the airline, but I was boarding my flight in Charlotte, and I was informed that the plane was too heavy, and I couldn't get on that flight. I had to spend a night in Charlotte. That, that's really no big deal for those of us who travel. Like, it happens. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Along with myself were two other tour players, one of them being Brian Gay, the defending champion. So that happened to give you an idea. It is the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> the defending champ, I did read that story. The defending champ can't even make his flight uh, over to, to defend his title. That was, that was pretty good. So that was, did you look at that as an omen or did you just brush it off as travel? It was a little omen. I'm not going to lie to you. Mm-hmm. thinking to myself, man, maybe I'm not supposed to be on that flight. Maybe that's a good thing. And part of the flight made it fine. It turned out fine. But, yes, yeah, it was selfish part of me that thought, maybe, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's an omen. Hey, so, Rex, um, you know, the last time we had you on was before the Ryder Cup, and you felt that the European oh. squad was going to take it to him. I'm just wondering what your thoughts <laughs> were about how the U.S. Wow. team played. Going straight to the Halloween spectacular stuff, I see right there. Yes, that, that, that take did not age well. I'll be the first to admit it. It's funny, me and uh, me and my colleague Ryan Lather kind of had a bet on it. And I, it, I, I'm not going to say that I would change what I said at the time. At the time, I think I felt like I had a, a pretty good, solid base to, to talk about that. Look, just recent history suggests that the U.S. team just isn't going to do it. I mean, we've been paper lions for a long time. I just don't know how this works out, and I was proven not just wrong, but wildly wrong, and, and gladly so. Like, I mean, I, I think the U.S. needed that boost, that shot in the arm, and certainly what we saw at Whistling Straits is a new generation and something to be excited about if you're a U.S. golf fan. You know, we've been doing our little scary moments of golf. Um, I don't think we, we – I didn't include facing – the Europeans over the last two decades, which has felt fairly scary for uh, for Team USA. So I don't fault you for your take on that because it's it's kind of was like, well, it's about time somebody said it. 
because it's the same narrative every year. Well, the Americans are going to win. They're a better team. And then it's just a complete shock fest as the Europeans go into the phone booth, come out as superheroes. They make every putt and they destroy the American team. And so, uh, I don't, I mean, you had the basis exactly right. It's just that this team all came together. Was there something that you could point to? Um, in your just having been there, the feel, the mood, something strict just got right. I think what strict did is he didn't get anything wrong. And I mm. don't mean that as an insult or, or a distraction at all. He was just really, really good at realizing that the team he had, it was very much a new look U.S. team. And that if you looked at all of these players, they grew up together, they played junior golf together, they didn't have the baggage that came with all those U.S. teams that had lost. And he really just let them handled themselves like they do it any, any other week. That it, what he, he really just tried all week long to don't make this bigger than what it is. You guys do this week in and week out, and you're very, very good at it. So whatever it is you do, whenever you show up at the Masters, U.S. Open, or whatever the case may be, do the exact same thing when you show up at the Ryder Cup. And I think that's what the, the best captains do. I mean, Freddie Couples is applauded as one of the best U.S. captains, and I don't see him spending a lot of time grinding over details. Like, it's Freddy. I mean, it's, he's going to be relaxed. He's going to be kicked back. Guys are going to like spending time around him. And they just had a good time. I mean, anyone who sat and watched that press conference on Sunday afternoon after the U.S. <laughs> had, had won, that was Dustin Johnson at his absolute best. I mean, I don't know who that guy was, but I want more of that. Amen. Yeah, no doubt about it. I don't think I've ever seen him like that. Good That's stuff. unbelievable. Hey, uh, let's let's shift gears just a little bit. Um uh, and this story that's breaking, and, and you've been doing a great job on the coverage of this, uh, Greg Norman being the commissioner of this new league that's affiliated with the Asian Tour. Uh, what, what can you kind of tell us, for those of our listeners who are just saying, wait, what's going on? How would you summarize? What's the, you know, what's the summary of what we know right now? Well, I could do this. I've done this a couple times today, actually, within like 45, 50 seconds, too, so I can do it pretty quick. Nice. Uh, it was an announcement that, that we were expecting. And what this boils down to is the investment firm that is behind the Super Golf League concept that we've talked about for a number of years. They announced a substantial investment in the Asian Tour. And essentially, it's a 10-year deal. It's $200 million going to involve 10 events series each year on the Asian Tour. And that's over and above the Saudi International, which is already part of that tour after transitioning from the European Tour. It'll be the flagship event in Asia this year. And really, this is just the first step if you kind of look at the bigger picture for whatever the Super Golf League is going to turn out to be. And I will say it answers two very, very key questions, concerns, however you want to put it, as far as how do you move forward with the potential Super Golf League one being world rankings. And any player that was approached about possibly playing on this tour, world rankings was a non-starter. Like they weren't, if you could not provide world ranking points, they weren't going to make the jump. But now with the affiliation with the Asian Tour, you have that option. Because Asian Tour events get world ranking points, you can fold them into. So the affiliation works in their favor. The other half is we don't know what the, the Super Golf League is going to look like, but we know it's going to be a team concept. And so you needed a feeder system. And the Asian Tour and the Tenement Series and everything that they have now created fits neatly into that. That being said, that's my 45 seconds feel. There are still plenty of concerns. Yeah, plenty of concerns. Now, as far as the world ranking points are concerned, um, the tours that make get the most of those world ranking points on any given week are the PGA Tour and the European Tour. When when um, you've got a, an Asian tour that pops into the mix, 
how do those world ranking points work out as far as how many a player could expect possibly to achieve by playing on that tour? In a lot of ways, this is the beauty of the world ranking system, and I think as we get further down the line, it might be the curse, at least as the PGA Tour is concerned, of the world ranking system, that there are no hard minimums. There's a few. The majors get 100 points, the players are guaranteed at least 80 points, and that's to the winner. However, every other event, the points that are doled out is based entirely on the strength of the field, and the strength of the field is based by the ranking of the players in the world ranking who are playing in that particular event. So in this scenario, and again, I want to be clear that no PGA Tour player has committed publicly to whatever this is going to be called, the Super Golf League, whatever it's going to be called. But if you have, in this particular scenario, Dustin Johnson, the world number two, he's been tied to this potential new league. If he were to go and play in this event, he carries with him a lot of cachet. He's going to bring more points. And then you get Bryce DeChambeau or Brooks Kepka or Phil Mickelson or whoever else. And so the more and more players you get from the top 10, the top 20, the top 30, the better the strength of field is going to be, the more points. So it's almost self-perpetuating. And those points then also qualify them for the major championships, thereby you know, making yeah. it more legitimate for these players to go and participate in something like that. And that's the key. I mean, look, they, they like the idea, if they like the idea, of the Super Golf League concept, playing a limited schedule of 14 events for an enormous amount of money. That's all well and good, but I think every player will also tell you, I still want to play the major championship. And that is only going to happen, as you pointed out, if you get one right. And and then you pointed out in your article also a reminder about you know Jay Monahan the commissioner of the PGA Tour he was pretty firm uh, several months ago I guess it was last year about his response to any player from the PGA Tour that chose to affiliate with this tour huh no ambiguity and this was at the Players Championship in 2020 right before the pandemic and everything shut everything down so it kind of got lost in what happened after that but yeah because it was. The Super Golf League had kind of reached a pinnacle. There was a lot of guys talking about it, and the commissioner was asked about it repeatedly at the Players' Championship at TBC Sawgrass, and he made it clear that anyone who was going to do this, they're not going to be a PGA Tour member. Now, whether or not if they're fans for life or how he handles that, that remains to be seen. I guess the next step in this process will be after Friday's announcement, that, as you pointed out, Greg Norman will be the commissioner of this new league, will be how the tour handles Greg because Greg is affiliated one way or with the other with the PGA Tour. The QBE shootout coming up yeah. in a few weeks is his event. So, I mean, we're going to get to a point sooner rather than later where the Tour is going to have to make, start making decisions. That's a yeah, great and, point. Yeah, that is a good point. And also, um, we're talking about releases for the Saudi event now, which, as you mentioned earlier, is part of the Asian Tour now, now there's about seven or eight players that are that have full PGA Tour membership, including Dustin Johnson, um, that want to go play in that Saudi event in the springtime or at the first part of the year. Um, and the PGA Tour hasn't decided whether they're going to re- uh, supply those releases yet. So that's another decision that needs to be made. Absolutely. And I think that one's probably going to happen shortly after they decide whatever it is they're going to do with Norman, simply because... The way this transpired is the Saudi International had some parts of the European Tour, and when the European Tour split with that tournament, and let's don't fool ourselves here, it split with that tournament because the PGA Tour and the European Tour had reached an agreement. They were going to, I guess, the partnership would be the way you would say it, and it just made sense that since we're this, this threat is coming after both of us, you're going to have to split 
the Saudi International. At that time, when they weren't sanctioned by any of the recognized tours, it was easy for the tour to say, no, we're not going to grant these releases. Now that it's part of the Asia tour, which is a sanctioned tour, it is going to get world ranking points, it becomes a challenge. And I'm not saying the tour can't or won't do it, but suddenly you're going to start doing things that aren't precedented. You're going to start doing things that you haven't done in the past, and that's where I think people are going to start noticing. What kind of an impact, uh, Rex Hoggard, Golf Channel, joining us here from Bermuda, what kind of impact do you think Greg Norman will have on this on this tour? I think his connection, I understand why they would pick Greg for a number of reasons. Obviously, his business, he's a businessman, he's savvy, is pretty well known. We all know. We all have Norman, I mean, Greg Norman shorts, shirts. I have a lot of Greg Norman wine in, in my house. I, I think everyone can look at it and say, yes, he's a very, very good businessman. But beyond that, if you look at the connection, and I will give them credit for realizing this and embracing this, I mean, Greg sort of predicted this back in the early 90s, back in 1994, when he made the pro sport at what time was a world tour. And it didn't come to fruition, and Tim Fincham, PGA Tour Commissioner at the time, sort of took that concept and ran with it with the World Golf Championship concept. But I think now that he's later in life, he's a little bit older, he's a little bit more mature, it's probably a very good move on that part. Yeah, I wondered if this was a little bit of a holdover from that. Well, what, what plans do you have to uh, enjoy Halloween in Bermuda? Do they celebrate? I mean, they wouldn't celebrate Halloween in Bermuda. I mean, as you pointed out, it's a triangle. Wouldn't that be the <laughs> way to do that? You know what? Michael Sims, who is from Bermuda uh, and played this week's event, he had qualified the Monday qualifier. He was, uh, we were talking with him the other day, and, and he goes, you know what they, they call this place, right? It was called Devil's Isle originally. And I was like, mm. oh, all right, I guess I can get it. And he goes, no, the reason why is because whenever the sailors would go by it, it's because the noise from the pigs and the birds would scale it, scare away all the sailors. Really? And I was thinking to myself, why am I? Why would people come to vacation here? You should definitely come to vacation here. <laughs> but given that kind, given that story, you probably wouldn't want to. Well, Bob and I have been over there. We've enjoyed it. I yeah. think we stayed at Tucker's Point or something like that and uh, had a great time. Pink sand beaches. It is a, oh, fin- yes. a phenomenal place to be, no doubt. Rex, thanks for your time, man. We really appreciate it. Always good to catch up with you and safe travels. Appreciate it, guys. There you go, Rex Hoggard, Golf Channel, joining us right here uh, with his continuing coverage of this story. Check him out at golfchannel.com. All right, we'll take a break, wrap things up next right here on Real Golf Radio. Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms. An indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns. And Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals so you can try it before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. 2020 has been a lesson in the unexpected, but the real estate market has adapted to the new normal. I'm Bob Casper from Real Golf Radio and the Casby Real Estate Group. With trends we've seen and the COVID vaccine, it helps us to make predictions for 2021. So here's what you can expect. Interest rates will continue to be low. Home values and prices will continue to rise for now, and there's going to be more new construction. No one can predict the future but we have the experience to develop a unique plan just for you. So let's talk. Send an email to bob at casbyrealestate.com. That's bob at k-a-s-b-y realestate.com. 
Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. Temperatures are dropping, and you know what that means. Frozen pipes, busted sprinklers, and worse. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard that will last this time. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird Golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate their golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest to you. This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through through everything to put my concerns to rest. And the day of the surgery was so easy. Really, one of the simplest things I've gone through, and it worked. I could see instantly. And 12 years later, I haven't had any issues at all. I can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway. Well, you know, close to 300 yards. Anyway, schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com. Join the list of happy patients like Mike Weir, Bruce and Boyd Summerhays, Bob Casper, and me. Oh, and mention Real Golf Radio, and you'll save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Do it now at Hoops vision.com now back to real golf radio with brian and bob all right thanks again to rex hoggard from golf channel joining us from bermuda give us an inside look at that story that continues to develop greg norman the new commissioner of this Premier Golf League, Super Golf League, whatever we're calling it, but it is affiliated with the Asian Tour, and it is going to have world ranking points, and it is getting off the ground with Greg Norman as the commissioner. So hmm, really, really interesting stuff. Also, coming up on the back nine, hour number two, we'll uh, welcome in America's favorite caddy. He'll join us, and we'll continue talking more about this story as well as our Casper-friendly tips for escaping scary golf situations you're doing a great job with that by the way bob oh thank you yeah yeah. thank you i like it so we've talked already about buried lie and greenside bunker an 80 yard fairway bunker shot uh we have we still have to get to you know how about the ball up against the collar on the fringe this is always an interesting and then Mm -hmm. if you're just off the green is it texas wedge or do you use a wedge chipping or putt it's an interesting question your dad was very, very opinionated on that one as well so uh we'll talk about that and then i can't wait for you to share the story how about on a par three t yep. or no t mm, interesting and i know you have a good story from a legendary golfer on that one so lots of good stuff still to come on this halloween edition of real golf radio stay safe thanks for joining us we'll be right back after this top of the hour right here on real golf radio You're listening to the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network.
USA Radio News with Lance Pry. An airline flight from New York City to Southern California made an emergency landing after a passenger attacked a flight attendant Wednesday evening. American Airlines reported flight 976 from Kennedy Airport to John Wayne Airport in Santa Ana was diverted to Denver, Colorado following the altercation. Republicans on the House Judiciary Committee launched an investigation into the National School Boards Association on Wednesday, seeking all documents and communications between the association, the White House, and the Justice Department. The committee will investigate the paper trail that led to Attorney General Merrick Garland to mobilize the FBI and U.S. prosecutors to investigate local school board protests. Researchers at Ryerson are reporting a cheap genetically available antidepressant may reduce the risk of severe COVID-19. Known as fluvoxamine, we're less likely to progress to severe disease and require hospitalization. USA Radio News. Big development this week. Sean Spicer's new book has been released. It's called Radical Nation, and it blows the lid off Joe Biden's and Kamala Harris's real plan for America. Spicer's Radical Nation reveals the shocking truth about the border crisis and their dangerous plan causing inflation to soar. Everyone is at risk by this new socialism. As White House Press Secretary, Sean learned how Washington really works. Now he tells the insider secrets in Radical Nation. Tonight, watch Sean on Newsmax's Spicer & Company as he exposes Biden's Radical Nation. And get your copy of Radical Nation at bookstores everywhere. It's already a number one Amazon bestseller. Tune in to Spicer at 6 p.m. Eastern on Newsmax on all major cable channels. Check your guide. Or find Newsmax on most streaming platforms and smart TVs like Samsung, LG, Roku, Zumo, Amazon Fire, Pluto, and more. Sean Spicer's Radical Nation. Get it today. As Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is putting into motion a plan to pay police officers around the country up to $5,000 to relocate and be police officers in the Sunshine State, a dozen NYPD officers have made the move. Officer Hector Lopez on Fox News. One of the main uh, things that drove me down to Florida was my uh, family. As I was speaking to my fiance, I told her, hey, this is a great opportunity for us to leave New York. And, um, you know, many of my kids are ready for college, and I feel like the colleges out here are great for my kids, so that's one of the main reasons. Lakeland PD Chief Ruben Garcia. It's a wonderful opportunity for our city as well as the officers coming down. Uh, We had a shortage just like many of the other police departments across the nation, and this was a great opportunity for us to reach out to officers we knew were looking for other opportunities and give them an opportunity down here in Florida. 5,300 police officers have left the NYPD since last year. This is USA. Radio News. Are you tired of high cable TV rates? Sign up for Dish today and get a $500 bonus offer while supplies last. Plus, lock in your price for two years guaranteed. Call All-American Dish, your dish-authorized retailer now. 800-610-5739. 800-610-5739. That's 800-610-5739. Offers require credit qualification, 24-month commitment, early termination fee, and e-auto pay. Restrictions apply. Call for details. Republican Senator Marsha Blackburn reported on Newsmax she's putting forward legislation to help our COVID heroes from losing their jobs because of the vaccine mandate. There are Democrats, Republicans, independents all across the country who are supporting this. We haven't had any 
Democratic member of the U.S. Senate step up to support it. And we also have Republicans over on the House side that have reached out and said that they want to carry the bill over there. That's a really good thing because these men and women who are essential workers who found a way to deal with COVID all through the pandemic, they showed up. They did their job. They kept this country running. And now for a medical or a religious reason or for personal preference, they don't want the federal government and Joe Biden saying, you take the jab or I'm going to get you fired from your job. And that is what Joe Biden is doing. And he's doing this at a time when we already have 10.4 million jobs that are not filled in this country. So it is just so important that we get this legislation into committee, into discussion, and that the Democrats have to say, hey, look, we're going to let you get fired. Uh, we're rather than standing up and saying thank you for the job that you've done for us. Lance Pry, USA Radio News. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Now, the back nine. Where business gets done. Where majors are won and boys become men. One day you'll get it. Hour number two of Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper on the Real Golf Radio Network. Welcome in to hour number two, the back nine of Real Golf Radio. On a Halloween weekend, Brian Taylor and Bob Casper, the friendly ghost, with you. Thanks for being alongside. Twitter handle is at Real Golf, where you can catch us there. And, of course, we will post all of our segments in their entirety, plus the interviews that we do, including the one we did with Rex Hoggard. If you happen to miss that, go to at uh, Real Golf on Twitter, where you can check out that interview and what he had to say about this developing story around Greg Norman. Also, you can catch us on Sirius 217 or XM203 online at, at uh, 967, as well as all of your favorite podcaster sites and affiliate radio stations, iHeartRadio and the works, and our flagship station, 1280 The Zone, here in Salt Lake City, Utah. Hey, still to come here on the back nine, hour number two, we'll welcome in America's favorite caddy. We'll hit more of the headlines and storylines surrounding the game of golf, including what we've hit on in hour number one, and then continue our Casper the Friendly Ghost segment, where Casper, Bob, will offer mm-hmm. some friendly tips on how to escape some scary golf situation so that's our little take on the halloween edition of real golf radio here in year 22 not 2022 
22 years of doing real golf radio. So yeah. we've we've spent time, Bob, over the years talking about what's the scariest shot in golf. We've talked about what's the scariest hole in golf. You know, when when you break it all down, I think maybe one of the scariest tee shots, especially for tour pros, has mm-hmm. to be that first tee at the Ryder Cup, wouldn't you think? Well, I think it is because it means so much. And that's the thing about guys that play on tour is that when things mean a lot to you. That's when you really start to feel the pressure. That's when you really start to feel the butterflies, those types of things. So when you get to the, when you get to that first tee, uh, a lot of guys, especially guys that have already done it before, they, they put the guys right into the mix, right from the get go. So they can get those butterflies out of their way. Um, and it's the same is true on any PGA tour event or any professional event or amateur event. When you tee it up and it means something to you, that's when you feel the butterflies. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly right. All the way down to, you know, hey, got an opportunity to shoot my personal best or to break 90 or 80 or 70 or par. Um, Mm -hmm. All of those things, uh, you know, those will... Those will start to, to to create different feelings inside of you that you didn't know you could feel. And I think that's uh, the challenge of the game, but also the draw and the beauty of the game is those moments right there. So really fun. We'll continue yeah. talking about that coming up here on our number two, the back nine of Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us back after this. This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through through everything to put my concerns to rest. And the day of the surgery was so easy. Really, one of the simplest things I've gone through, and it worked. I could see instantly. And 12 years later, I haven't had any issues at all. I can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway. Well, you know, close to 300 yards. Anyway, schedule your free consultation today at HoopsVision.com. Join the list of happy patients like Mike Weir, Bruce and Boyd Summerhays, Bob Casper, and me. Oh, and mention Real Golf Radio, and you'll save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Do it now at Hoops vision.com to get your highest performing tour ball you need to build it with the highest quality to get the highest quality you need to pass more than 150 consistency checkpoints and to guarantee your tour ball has a more centered core you need unique 3d x-ray that's why one tour ball is more centered than another and it might not be who you think chrome soft This ball really does change everything. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. 
Have you heard? There's an all-new experience coming to St. George, Utah. Black Desert Resort at Entrada is a full community resort experience featuring a resort hotel, private residences, world-class dining and shopping, a Tom Weiskopf designed championship golf course, and so much more. With a simple message of remarkable within reach, Black Desert Resort beckons you to visit and even stay for a lifetime. Exclusive real estate opportunities are available at blackdesertresort.com. Black Desert Resort at Entrada. Unlike anything you've experienced before. Building a driver to deliver more speed isn't new. The way we're doing it is. We're pushing artificial intelligence to go even further. The new Jailbreak AI speed frame is designed to promote faster ball speeds across the face. It's a structural shift in design, delivering performance in a way you've never seen. We're not just building drivers, we're framing the future of speed. Only in the new Epic Drivers from Callaway. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. Welcome back to the show, Brian and Bob, right here on Real Golf Radio. You know, speaking of Halloween and scary, you know what's scary good is the new Epic Super Hybrids from Callaway Golf. It's a hybrid with the DNA and technology of a driver. And, you know, if you like the sound of that, go to CallawayGolf.com and check out their most technologically advanced hybrid ever, the new Super Epic Super Hybrids from CallawayGolf.com. And uh, we appreciate you joining us here. Uh, lots of big stories this week to get to. We've, we've touched a little bit on some fun Halloween stuff, and we're going to continue to do that. But uh, let's begin with the Bermuda Championship. Again, there is not a WGC HSBC because – that would uh, normally be played in China, right, Bob? And uh, we still correct. have travel restrictions and all the stuff going along with that. But uh, Bermuda, happy to continue uh, hosting their event this week, the Butterfield Bermuda Championship there in Southampton, Bermuda. Uh, Taylor Pendrith, am I saying that right? From yep, Canada. Pendrith. Yep has uh, the 36-hole lead. He shot 61 on Friday. Just a little 61, Bob, after opening up with 70. Again, weather conditions very difficult in the first round, especially with the wind. Second round, not quite as windy, and players were able to take advantage of that. But, uh, wow, how about Pendrith? He's uh, playing, I think, in his 12th PGA Tour event, and there he mm-hmm. is at 11 under par. Yeah, and his best finish in any PGA Tour event is a tie for 11th. But he moved up 25 spots in the second round, shooting that 61. Uh, 30 years of age, and uh, it uh, might be a little bit of a scary weekend for him this week. Oh, but, I like how um, you worked that in there. Nicely done. We'll see. Patrick Rogers at 10 under par. He um, shot 7 under in the second round. Then you've got Vincent Whaley, Danny Lee. Vincent Whaley's at 9. Danny Lee and David Skins at 8. Um, and then Peter Malnati, Lucas Herbert, um, Patrick Flavin, Justin Lauer, all at seven under par. Peter Uline is at six under par. And the low man in world ranking points right now that is playing in this field is Patrick Reed, and he's at five under par with rounds of 68 and 69, tied for 17th. And he holds something from like 210, I saw. He did. Uh, yeah, yeah, so it's not too bad. <laughs> Standing so, on the cart path. Well, you know, and then that's sometimes a preferred lie. Yeah. Depends on what, what are the other options, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, that, that's a good little segue, even though we're not going right into that yet. But uh, a scary situation, you're standing on the cart path. How do you play uh-huh. it? What's your, what's your Casper-friendly advice for that one? Well, if you're standing on the cart path, that's not that big of a deal because it's, uh, 
it's pretty level. And, you know, the ball wasn't on the cart path. It, it was in the um, – it was just in the rough area or the area just off the cart path. Um, but, yeah, he had a nice, beautiful shot and carried it up on the green close to the hole and took one bounce and jumped right in, uh, made an eagle. Um, so, yeah, um, you know, the, the thing about him is that he had those metal spikes on, and you could hear him kind of great on the cart mm -hmm. path. It's a little bit easier when you're wearing – soft spikes or nubs on your shoes or something like that, not to get or slip around. Sometimes it can be like an ice rink when you've got those metal spikes on. Yeah, you got to be a little bit careful with your yep. uh, balance and stability as you make yep. a, a turn. But obviously it worked out for Patrick. All right, uh, yep. the big headline this week, Greg Norman uh, is going to be the new commissioner of this Saudi-backed golf league, which is mired in the rumors of this Super Golf League, Premier Golf League, all designed to gather the best players in the world, play a shortened schedule for large money, create a team environment, and essentially offer an alternative to the PGA Tour. How big of, a, of an impact do you think Norman is going to have, Bob, and, and what's your take upon hearing this news? Well, I think they, first of all, they picked him because he is a guy that um, has played on all the tours worldwide. He was a big name in golf. And uh, although he is out of the game of golf as far as um, a spotlight, you know, and playing and that kind of thing. But um, they felt probably that he, his name and who he is carries a lot of um, cachet with him. Um, he's, a, he's a pretty smart businessman. And um, they probably felt like they could um, gain some notoriety right off the bat by having Greg Norman be um, be the guy that's going to carry the flag. You know who else uh, thought that, Bob? Hmm. Fox. Fox? Yeah, Fox. Yeah. When, when they took the USGA contract to broadcast. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. he was not a very good broadcaster. No, he was not. Although I will say he was very great interview that we did at the PGA show a few years ago. Yes. And you'll see that picture circulating on uh, our social media and things like that. So my question is, is, does he now become the villain? Is the shark the bad guy now? And so we're, are we going to have to take that down? <laughs> I think he does kind of become the villain because you know as we're far the good the guys. PGA Tour we're and the, the good guys. and the um, you know the RNA are concerned. I think he is the villain, so mm. to speak, because he's the guy that's crossed the red line. He has crossed the line. He's definitely and he's leading the charge. Yep, directly yep. against the two main tours in golf. I, I just don't know what they really hope to accomplish from this. It's again Tim, not Tim Finch. I'm sorry, Jay Monahan. Was yep. clear, and and in the Rex Hoggery interview we did last uh, hour was really really good. So if you missed it, go to our Twitter feed at Real Golf and take a listen to what Rex had to say. But again, Jay Monahan put the line in the sand and said, if you affiliate with that tour, you lose your tour membership. Yeah, I just don't yep. see why guys today that have it so good mm -hmm. would want to take a flyer on a startup that may or may not prove anything. Yeah, and you know. The guys that you that you're concerned about, as far as taking the flyer concerned, are, are Dustin Johnson, who has lifetime membership on the PGA Tour. Can they take and that away from him if he has lifetime membership? Absolutely. Okay. All right. Um, Shoot. And and Rory McIlroy, who has in the projected future, once he's um, he's a certain age or he's played a certain number of events. Um, he gets full membership, uh, lifetime membership on the PGA Tour. He's another guy that has to watch out for it. So, uh, I mean, if it, if it's a cash grab that you're already all 
that you're worried about, these guys make so much money that that it's I don't know how enticing it would be to them as compared to a guy that's a little bit more of a a, a journeyman, so to speak. But a guy like uh, Lee Westwood has come out and said, listen, if they're going to give me that money and I've only got another year or so on the PGA Tour, I'm going to grab it. Um, you know, it depends on the situation with the guys and if they work out all the particulars with all the things that go along with world ranking and majors and uh, Ryder Cup and all the other teams, so to speak. So I'm, I'm going to take exactly what you said. And for those reasons, I don't think you're going to worry about guys like Dustin Johnson and Rory yeah. McIlroy. Now, I know yeah. that DJ has asked for a release to be able to play in the Saudi event, right? I get that. Mm-hmm. I get that there's ties there. Phil Mickelson has been mentioned with ties. But here's why I don't think they do that. Because why, being the top player, you have full control, okay? DJ, Rory, Phil, any of these guys, they can control, they can play any event they want. They can play as few events as as the minimum is required on the the PGA Tour, Mm -hmm. which I think is six, is it 16? I think 16. No, I think it's less than that. I think it's I think it's 15 or it might even be lower now. Mm, Well, it was 16 at one time, so maybe it has gone down, but... I don't think so. If it was, let's say it is 15, so you get one less event, but you don't have the option to skip any of them. So, in, yeah. in sense, in a sense, you are having you have less freedom than you would. You sort of give up your independent contractor status to be fully contracted with the, that particular schedule that they put out. So, here's here's why I don't think the big names jump, which makes it hard to be successful. I think you you might see some journeymen that you mentioned, like a Lee Westwood. Or some young up and coming startup guys that that take a flyer on it, that buy into the vision. Those are the guys that they need to go build it. Those that's what you get a startup, right? You don't get somebody that's right in the middle of his, you know, do, uh, uh, dominating in his profession to yeah. then take a flyer on a startup. And that's yeah. why I don't think the big names are going to jump, which makes it very very hard for it to be successful. So that that's my opinion. I think these guys have it so good, it's going to be really hard. And cash, cash, they got cash. So you got to yeah, offer them do. something besides what they already have a lot of. Well, we'll, yep. we'll talk more about this and continue the discussion. We've got to take a short break. More Real Golf continues next. Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms, an indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns, and Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals so you can try it before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. 
This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through through everything to put my concerns to rest. And the day of the surgery was so easy. Really, one of the simplest things I've gone through, and it worked. I could see instantly. And 12 years later, I haven't had any issues at all. I can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway. Well, you know, close to 300 yards. Anyway, schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com. Join the list of happy patients like Mike Weir, Bruce and Boyd Summerhays, Bob Casper, and me. Oh, and mention Real Golf Radio, and you'll save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Do it now at Hoops vision.com. You might know Mountain Land Supply for its plumbing products, but did you know Mountain Land Supply also carries landscaping, irrigation supplies, and tools. They can help you design and calculate the exact feet of pipe, sprinkler heads, and nozzles to use for your yard. Using smartphone technology, you can even control your watering with state-of-the-art controllers. For all your landscaping needs, go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Hi, fellow sports fans. It's Ned Siegfried. What would we do without sports? Following our favorite sports teams, whether it be the Jazz or the Utes or the Cougs, takes our mind off the many challenges in life. Accidents and their resulting injuries are certainly unexpected challenges that many people are forced to deal with. If you're one of these people, we'd love to talk to you about your situation. Call us at 801-222-2222. We'll talk to you for free. Or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. And this segment brought to you by Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. Go to odysseygolf.com, and we thank you for joining us here on a Halloween weekend edition of Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, along with Bob Casper, the friendly ghost, and we're going to get into some of that. But before we do, Bob, uh, the other story that's worth mentioning is, wow, uh, hats off to Bernhard Longer. I mean, are you kidding me? 64 years young, winning win number 42 mm-hmm. on that senior circuit. He is Man, I, you just when you think the the guy is going to go away, I, and I've been critical of him over the years. If you listen to the show, I think he plays a fairly boring brand of golf. He doesn't tend to have a lot of personality out there, and he wins every single week. And the reason I want to tune in and watch the Champions Tour, PGA Tour Champions, whatever you want to uh, pr- prefer to call it. <laughs> is to see some of these fun personalities of yesteryear. And Bernard wasn't even a fun personality in yesteryear. So, again, a phenomenal talent, not taking anything away, and just an incredible career. But even I have to stand up and uh, and, and take my hat off. Round of applause, golf clap for Bernhard Longer, win number 42 on the senior circuit, and now the oldest winner on the on the PGA Tour champions in the history of that tour. Bob, this was an, a, a tour that your dad was part of the beginnings yep. of yep. back in the late 70s, early 80s. And 
you know, I, I can't even imagine that your dad thought he would, you know, that, that the players would approach this level of golf. It was really a, a it was really kind of a parade, if you will, uh, for and, and a way for these these uh, you know popular senior players to make some money when they were no longer competitive at the time, huh? Yeah, and uh, Bernard Longer. Um, the interesting thing is, is he hasn't won for like a couple of years. So for him to go from not winning to um, getting a win at the age of sixty four was phenomenal, and that's what he and his caddy Terry kind of talked about when they were interviewed after the win. But um, as my dad said. Um, the PGA Tour champions or the Champions Tour when he played was like going out into the forest and kicking over a rock and finding money because there are no cuts and the guys just go out and play every week and compete and it's a great opportunity for them to compete um, and uh, play professional golf and, and win championships and the PGA Tour uh, champions has been a phenomenal um, opportunity for uh, Bernard Longer, uh, it's treated him extremely well. And as these younger guys are coming along, Phil Mickelson now, he's won three or four times, and Jim Furyk and Steve Stricker and a lot of these guys that that are moving off of the regular PGA Tour are moving on to the PGA Tour champions. It's, it's a great way for them to continue to play. Um, Phil has said that he doesn't know if, if he's going to do a steady diet yet of just – the PGA Tour champions, we're going to see them on both tours. But um, it's it's a phenomenal tour, and it's fun. It's fun to watch these guys um, and uh, to catch up with some of the guys that, that haven't played in a while. I love the best thing about the Champions Tour is the paradigm shift in the language where suddenly Phil Mickelson and these players that are old, suddenly they're the young guys because now yes. they're coming out on the, on the PGA yeah. tours or PGA yep. tour champions. So yeah, I love that. Also you spent, you mentioned that your dad's line about kicking a rock over and finding money. If you're an amateur and you mm -hmm. kick that rock over, you can pick up a little bit more money than you used to be able to. Cause <laughs> the USGA just made some changes in that amateur status rules that will allow for that and kind of follow in suit with what, the NCAA did to allow for that name, image, and likeness. And yeah. so, you know, golfers, college collegiate golfers can take advantage of those things and, and not yeah. lose their amateur status. And along yeah. the way, the rest of us, when we're playing for money, instead of 750 is the limit, we can win up to $1,000, which is a great yeah. and, main and, you know, and if you're the best uh, player in the state of where you live or the best player at your club or whatever, you know, you can, uh, you can push to get some uh, endorsement dollars. You, well, I, yeah, that's right. So you can, you can, <laughs> I just had to process that for a minute. I was thinking about, I was thinking about our friend Ronnie Davis there for a minute. And I'm like, what, what is Ron? Ron's going to try to get himself sponsored by some fishing gear out there Fly in the middle. fishing stuff. Yeah. Why exactly. not? Why not? Exactly. Yeah. Why yep. not? We'll see. Why not? Um, yeah. So, all right, there you go. That's uh, the headlines out there uh, in the world of golf. And now on a Halloween weekend, we continue our discussion with a Casper the Friendly Ghost tips for <laughs> extricating yourself from scary golf situations. And we've talked about buried lies. And we've yep. talked about the 80-yard bunker shot. Here we go, Bob. You're up against the collar on the fringe. I don't know if this mm -hmm. is so scary as much. I think some people really worry about this because you're on the collar, but you're up against that next cut, if you will. And right. now maybe the ball is level with the grass behind it, or maybe only half of the ball is available for contact because of that grass. Do you like the belly of the wedge? Because that 
definitely scares me, mostly because I don't practice it. Uh, but uh, do you like taking a fairway wood or a hybrid? How do you extricate yourself or what is your what is your tip? What's your Casper-friendly tip for getting out of that scary situation? It's called practice. There's three or four <laughs> ways you can do it. <laughs> um, like you said, you can belly the wedge. You can take a, a lob wedge or a sand wedge and, and try to hit the ball at the equator of the ball about halfway up so that it pops out and rolls like a putt. Um, another way to do that would be, um, depending on what type of putter you have, to turn that um, kind of sideways so that the toe of the putter is now facing the ball um, and then it doesn't hold up in the grass and and the ball will roll out as a putt. Mm. Um, then, uh, you know, Vijay Singh did that in the Players' Championship and he made the putt from off the green on the 16th hole. Great um, memory. When he won. Um, then the other thing is to take a hybrid. Um uh, what, you know, whatever one practice with that a little bit or a fairway would, um, it doesn't grab in the grass. It kind of, the grass lays down in front of it and it allows better contact with the ball. Or you can do as Tiger Woods did in the masters when he won his, when he won, his, um, against, uh, um, uh, when he chipped off of the 16th green is what I was trying mm, to say. Yeah, Chris he DeMarco. played it back behind his right foot, caught the ball first and it went up and checked a little bit, and then it rolled back down to the and went in the hole. We all remember that shot. So that's another way. Play it back behind your behind your right foot, so that the the club comes up and more down, and then you don't hit the grass as much. Okay, all right. So, but the bottom line is, in order to remove scary from the situation, yes, practice, practice. something so you're comfortable with that shot. All right, I like that, that. is correct. Yeah, that's really that good. Correct. Now, how about just generally speaking? From just off the green, let's say no rough is involved. You've got fairway cut right up into the green. What is your preference, chipping or putting? Well, um, it depends on if uh, you're a good chipper of the ball or if you're a good putter of the ball. Um, I know that my dad was a phenomenal chipper, but as he got older in age, he'd like to putt the ball from off the green. He felt he could get it closer because he didn't have to worry about the spin on the golf ball from hitting it with a wedge or um, an iron, you know, uh, a, a chip and run, that kind of thing. He could get the ball rolling like a putt, and he felt like he had better feel with a putt with a putter. So, you you know, you can do that Texas wedge, um, or you can um, use some loft, uh, whether it you know is a five iron, a seven iron, a nine iron, um, a wedge, uh, whatever. Um, again. Practice, practice. I like it. Uh, your dad used to always say, a bad putt is better than a bad chip. And yet, I just, one of my most challenging things to do is putt from from off yeah. the green. I just have yeah. a hard time feeling like I have to swing the putter and hit the ball hard enough to get through that slower grass and not have it go just screaming across the green once it hits the faster grass. So that that's why I struggle. I, I, like, the, I like the chip. I feel like I'm in a little bit more in control. But you're right, Anna. So anyone suffering with the chip yips or anything like that, you definitely, you definitely want to, yeah, you got to practice and, and maybe put practice. that. Just got to practice. Yeah. Yep. All right. All right. So how about uh, a tee or no tee into the par three? This becomes quite a discussion among the, the guys that I play with. Some of the guys just hit the little mound, you know, the grass yep. to create a little bit of a, a, of a of an impression to set the ball on. Other people just find a nice little fluffy. And then I, I just, I've always been a big fan of putting it on a little small tee. What, what's your thoughts? Casper's friendly tip for that situation. Well, I, le I learned a uh, long time ago when I was in high school um, to always put the ball on the tee. Um, I was with my dad when I was a senior in high school, 
in Kenya. Uh, I went with him to Africa in Kenya to um, to travel with him. Uh, was able to see you know animals and all that kind of thing. Well, one of the days we played a practice run, we played with Sevi Biasteros and his brother Manuel, who was caddying for him. Uh, Dad said to me. It was like the 15th, 16th, 17th hole, something like that. He goes, you want to hit one? And I said, sure. And it was a par three. So I just threw the ball down, kind of knocked the ground up a little bit, put the the ball on that little knob of grass. And and he said, wait a second, here, tee it up. And I said, no, I'm okay. I like to hit it off this. So I didn't hit a great shot. I hit a little bit heavy, I think. And and as we're walking down the fairway, Sevy says to me, he goes, your father is one of the best golfers ever to have played the game. And when he says put it on a tee, put it on a tee. So I've always put it on a tee since. <laughs> a classic. I won't listen to my dad, but I'll listen, but I'll listen to the to other seven. tour pro that tells me what my dad told me. And then I'm going to do it. I love it. Okay. That's a good, that's a good tip that will hopefully not make it too scary. All right. We got to take a short break. The caddy will join us next. We'll see what he has to say. We got a couple of these that we want to talk to him about, including that scary 12th hole. Uh, on a Masters Sunday. We'll talk about it next with the caddy here on Real Golf Radio. I started Folds of Honor above my garage 13 years ago because 90% of spouses and children of killed or disabled U.S. service members receive no federal education assistance. Our mission has never wavered. We honor their sacrifices by educating their legacy. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to you, I will be a construction engineer. An elementary school teacher. Thank you for helping me fulfill my dream of going to med school. We're able to award these scholarships because patriots like you refuse to turn your back on the cost of freedom. Join the Folds of Honor squadron today. Your $13 a month will help ensure we never turn military families away. This is your call to duty. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to people like you, I know my dad is not forgotten. Those who know love heading to St. George, Utah for year-round fun, especially golf. But where to stay is always a challenge, and getting a tee time can be tough. What if there was a Scottsdale-style golf resort in St. George where you can stay and play? And what if you could own your own residence there? Well, now there is. Introducing Black Desert Resort at Entrada. The second and final chapter of the Entrada Vision offers a full community with exceptional amenities from residential villages, hiking trails through preserved lava flows, spa, world-class dining and shopping, and a Tom Weiskopf Championship Golf Course. It's literally an outdoor paradise that will strengthen family bonds and make lifelong memories. That's life at Black Desert. Find out how you can stake your claim at blackdesertresort.com blackdesertresort.com exclusive real estate opportunities are available now black desert resort at entrada unlike anything you've experienced before to get your highest performing tour ball you need to build it with the highest quality to get the highest quality you need to pass more than 150 consistency checkpoints And to guarantee your tour ball has a more centered core, you need unique 3D X-ray. That's why one tour ball is more centered than another. And it might not be who you'd think. ChromeSoft. This ball really does change everything.
Now, back to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper on Real Golf Radio. Real Golf Radio. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you here on Real Golf Radio. A Halloween weekend. And remind everybody to be safe, have a good time, and we'll continue this little discussion that we have going here with Casper's friendly tips here on a scary golf weekend. But first, we welcome in America's favorite caddy. There are bag rats, and then there are caddies. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. While we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is, the caddy on Real Golf Radio. Yeah, Caddy joins us here. We probably should have come up with some sort of scary music for the Caddy, but uh, you know what? Yeah. Caddy's sort of more on your side of the fence, Bob, on the Casper, the friendly ghost side. He's not really scary. Like, he's the jovial, fun guy, right? He No doubt about it. Yeah, yeah. So, Caddy joining us right now. Hey, Caddy. There's a play, There's one player. Being as the tournament this week, if I'm not mistaken, ends on Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, there's In one Bermuda. player I would have come out of Yeah. I, yeah, in the Bermuda Triangle. I mean, come on, does it get better than that? There's one player I would have come out of retirement to caddy for this week. Only one. Boo Weekly. <laughs> the scariest name on tour. <laughs> oh, hey, you know what? Uh we we've been doing we'll, we'll we'll get into this in a minute with you. Um we've been doing some Casper the friendly um ghost responses, you know, Bob obviously playing off his name a little bit. We've been doing the show for a long time, 20 plus years and that when it rolls around on a Halloween, we'll do all this, you know, what's the scariest shot in golf or, you know, what's the scariest hole? Well, do we do some of these things, right? So, we decided to flip it around and take scary golf situations and then use Bob's experience and knowledge as a former professional and growing up of course in the Casper name and family as to, you know, good good advice or tips to, you know, escape these scary, scary golf situations. Uh, for instance, uh, one of the things is playing Augusta's 12th hole on Masters Sunday, okay? So that can be a scary proposition. We could ask Tony Finau about this from a couple of years ago. And Tony said to me afterwards when I asked him about hitting that ball in the water, he said it was just a chip cut nine. And I... I got the scary chills when I heard the word cut. <laughs> well, I thought everything about that was fine except the cut, right? Don't cut it at not don't cut it at twelve on Sunday. Do you agree or disagree? Well, as Jack Nicholas said, you just don't hit it over there. And <laughs> he had a reasonable record of success at the Masters, so I'm going with Jack Strat. Well, or the strategy no, of uh, Tiger Woods when he hit it right at the bunker and hit it just a little bit left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a that that hole. There's one unique thing about that hole in caddying, and that is it's the one hole I've been on where when the ball's in the air, nobody says anything to it. Nobody says get up. Nobody says get down. Nobody says good swing. Because you just have no idea where that thing's coming down ever. And so everybody's just quiet on that shot. And that almost happens nowhere. In fact, it doesn't happen anymore. So and what, that's kind of and a unique why do, thing about why is it. Why up. is it that treacherous? Why is that shot that treacherous? 
Okay, first we got to go into one technical thing about the hole. It's a short hole with a left to right green. And what I mean is, is if you pull it, you run out of room. And if you block it short right, you don't get there for a right-handed golfer. So when you have a short club in your hand, like a wedge or nine iron or eight iron, if you, you know, your miss either way is going to miss that green. If you're a lefty, like Phil, much easier hole because your pull hook goes long and your block goes short. So you have more. So first of all, that's the first problem. It's a difficult angle for a short club. Then let's throw in that the green's only like seven yards deep in the middle and 20 yards deep, period. It's really shallow. So there's no room. There's just no depth to it. So instead of uh, taking four minutes to go through that, I could have just hit a really small target. That's the first part. And so front, front, left to, front left to front right. How deep is that? On the carry, like front left to front right of the green? Yeah. Uh, Mike, I'd have, to look, I'd have to look it up. It's been a long time. It's probably about seven yards, seven or eight yards different on the distance. Okay. On that carry versus the front left. Yeah, I think that's maybe, maybe a hair more. That, that's a fair guess. It's a, it's a good approximation. Um, the other thing is, is the wind with the trees and all that. I mean, how many times have you come down there? The wind, the flag on 11 is blowing towards 12 and the flag on 12 is blowing towards 11 and they're a hundred yards apart and you're okay. What do I do now? Um, so it, it's just extremely difficult to judge the wind and, and it's different at different trajectories. Pretty darn sure it is. So it's just a mystery when the ball's in the air, even when it's, even when there's no wind. You just don't say anything to it. So, but hey, being is this a Halloween thing? I can tell you the the most scaredest I've been on a golf course as a caddy. Okay. Uh, it was a it was it was actually two different locations. <laughs> they were both at the same place in the same tournament. One was watching my player hit it on the seventy first hole at the Players Championship when it was blowing about twenty five miles an hour left or right hurt, and the difference between this shot being good and this shot being bad was six figures in my bank account. That was scary. <laughs> and then the next one was the tee shot on 18, which was the exact same thing. So mm. that was, that was uh, those two were the most uh, kind of, ner- I don't know if I was nervous, but, but definitely it, it gets your attention. And both those For turned sure. out in your favor. Spectacular shots. The, the, the iron shot was as good as it could have been hoped for, and the driver went 300 yards dead center. Nice. So, can't complain. Yeah. That's hey, pretty so good Kat, for your back, player. Back to 12. I've got, I've got a story for you. So, Uh-oh. one of the years my dad was in contention at Augusta, they got up on the 12th hole, and, and the wind was swirling, and it was back when they still had to use the Augusta National Caddies. And the guy that he used was a guy named Matthew Palmer. So they're going through everything, figuring it out, and he, and, and he told him what club to hit. My dad pulled the club out of the bag. He got over the ball, took his little waggle, and then stepped back. And the caddy said to him, once you pull that club out of the bag, you hit it. You don't wait. You don't hesitate. You hit it because the wind switches so much that uh, that it can cause 
you know, the shot to go awry. So, uh, so that's one of the things my dad always told me about 12. Once you get the club out of the bag, go ahead and hit it. Huh. That's some spectacular caddying right there. I love it. That's good stuff. So Jordan Spieth would have no chance of playing that hole because <laughs> he would have to have a 42. Or Phil. They, 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 they can't hit a ball within 42 minutes of when they pull a club out of the bag. So, that's, you know, what kind of weather? We need to call the weather channel here. What's the forecast for 6 p.m.? Uh, anyway, yeah. Hey, here's so another Faldo sk- had a good one. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Faldo had a good one there. Um, when, when Andy Lano was caddying for Faldo, um, back then there was no yardage. Bob, you remember this. There yep. was no yardage in the book if you hit it in the water and went down to the drop area, right? No yardage. Total gap. And there were no lasers back then. You know, that's why we're grumpy old men now because people have it so easy. Uh, and we didn't. But anyway, Faldo said that to Leno, he said, you always tee it up if you have an option to tee it up. So he would not go from the drop area if he hit one in the water. Interesting. That was Faldo's idea. Yeah. Hmm. That is a good one. All right, Caddy, here's one more. A scary situation in golf is when you have an opportunity to play in a pro-am with a tour pro. So we asked Casper the Friendly Ghost for his tips on how to play it cool when you are teeing it up with a tour pro. So let's, since we have more time in the show without you than with you, why don't we flip that question straight to you? How do you play it cool in a pro-am with a tour pro, which can be a scary situation? Oh, boy. This, how long is this list? Um, <laughs> actually, the, the, the long list is, I mean, is what do you not do in the pro-amp with the tour player? That's what um, I was afraid it would turn into. All, yeah. First of all, you got to understand, um, you are going to be choking so bad. No, nothing in your life is going to make you as nervous as this experience will on the first tee of that program, especially if there's some people around. I don't know how guys even hit it. You know, the higher handicappers, I don't know how they even make contact. It's, yeah. They're so out of their element. But understand that uh, that's how a tour player feels when he tees it up at the Ryder Cup. And they've hit some pretty colorful tee shots at the Ryder Cup, pop-ups and things like that as well. So just understand that everybody feels like that. It's no big deal. Um yeah, but that's uh, oh boy the pro the pro am first tee that's the thing. Yeah. Oh, but I gotta I, I gotta tell you my favorite caddy tour caddy pro am story. This is my best. This is Bones told me one time. He's caddying and some guy says to him, "Hey Bones, what do I got?" And Bones goes, "You got seventy eight front." And the guy pulls out a wedge and hits it and comes up about a hundred yards short of the green. <laughs> it was one seventy eight front. <laughs> well, you know he. Bones is like, hey, if the guy is talking to me like he wants some tour caddy lingo, I'm going to throw the 78 front at him. <laughs> but I thought that was impressive. The guy couldn't judge it with 180 instead of 80. I, I, I got the biggest kick out of that. That's just... Yeah. Hey, hey and Caddy, we've all been in, we've all been in pro ams before when the guy shows up with the vanity scratch handicap too, huh? Oh, so yeah, you get the... You, you always get the guy who tells you you know, oh, I played with so-and-so, and I beat him. And I'm like, you mean from the red tees and he was 50 yards behind you on every hole? You beat him? <laughs> There's always the guy who wants to. But, but one time, I remember, uh, we had a guy at the Southern Open 
flat out legit shot 67. I mean, it was awesome. And he was, I mean, the guy was basically almost a tour player and he played good and shot made like five birdies and no bogeys. And we're going, guys, I've never seen anything like this at a pro-am. That was, that was very memorable watching that one guy. The most, yeah. the most comfortable I was ever in a pro-am was playing with Willie Wood in a nationwide event. And he was playing the tour tees and I was playing two tees up. And that made me feel real good. <laughs> hey, can I tell you my Joe Montana pro-am story? I just thought about it. He, didn't even, yes, he just like blew right over my Willie Wood story. Go ahead. Yeah, well, I mean, I was waiting for the end of the story. That is the yeah. end of the story because yeah. Willie, I could hit it yeah, further than Willie would from the same tee, let alone being two tees up. What a nice, you know, Willie Wood said, as long as it still takes two to reach the par fours, I'll be able to play. So, <laughs> He's a good dude. <laughs> what a nice, what a nice guy. Yeah. So, so, um, by the way, Willie Wood is actually an intimidator. You don't even know it. I can't even tell the story, but I can tell you. I can tell you flat out, I heard a story that happened on the Champions Tour a while back, and he basically kind of challenged somebody, and the guy just backed down. Guy who was a lot mm. bigger than him. I want to know piece of Willie. Okay. Well, that'll be another one our listeners are going to go, what's your real story there? Who was it? <laughs> um, sorry, guys. So, Joe Montana, I'm, I'm a Notre Dame fan because my dad went to Notre Dame, and I you know grew up a lot. Anyway. We get paired with Joe Montana at Pebble Beach, and there's about a gajillion good stories, but one of them is, so we're playing with, it's Kenny Perry and Joe Montana, and it's my player, Nolan Henke, and and, uh, Huey Lewis. So imagine the crowd in Monterey for those two guys, right? Crazy. And people even came to watch Huey Lewis and Joe Montana, too. Nice. I knew you were going there. (laughs) Thank you. So, rub shot. Um... (laughs) Anyway, we get around to 15, and Joe Cole looks one in the crowd. And, you know, Joe's probably about a 12, 14 handicap at that time. Very quiet, too, very quiet. He pull hooks one in the crowd. It goes in there like a like a freaking uh, Exocess missile or something. And you're like, oh, that's going to hit somebody hard. So I get up there first, and there's a woman laying on the ground, but she's got her hands folded on her head, laying down. And I'm like, I've never seen anybody hit by a golf ball who's laying down like they're going to sleep. So. She must be fine. So I turn around and kind of wave everybody off, like, don't worry about it. But Montana goes in there, and he's in there forever. We're on the 15th green before he comes running down the fairway. And we get on 16T, and he dribbles it off the tee. can't even follow through. And he's kind of lagging back. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, this is great. I get to give the greatest pressure athlete in the history of football some advice on how to handle the pressure here. So I said, hey, Joe, I said, look, that." That woman you hit, she's fine. She was fine when she said, yeah, she, I think she's okay. I said, oh, man, you made her day. She got to meet Joe Montana. I mean, that's the best thing could have happened to her. Don't worry about it. Everybody out here dings somebody. She's fine. Don't worry about it. And he goes, I'm just so scared to swing at it. And I'm looking at him going, thinking to myself, you're Joe Montana. You, you got a lineman running down on you, and you're scared to swing at a golf ball? Like, I just, I didn't know what to say. But uh, it just. That, that's my pro-am story or, you know, advice to the, to the amateurs. Look at this guy, Joe Montana. He gets out of his element and now he's in a new place and he's scared too. So just understand that everybody's scared out of their wits when they play in a pro-am. That's just how it is. That might be the and scariest golf situation that we have on the list right there. Yep. There you go. It may be. be. It may be. Yeah. yeah. Well, Caddy, good discussion. Yeah. We wanted to get your comments on Bernhard Longer, the oldest uh, winner on the Champions Tour and all of that, but we're out of time for the segment, so we'll do it again. Thanks, Bill. Happy Halloween. Thanks. 
Thank you, gentlemen. There you go. That's the caddy joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. Love that guy. Short break. Show continues next. Hey guys, BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried & Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried & Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. Hotel Park City, along with the Spa and Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, are open. Parents were tired, forced into homeschooling, juggling work at home and kids at home. Well, take a staycation and escape to Hotel Park City. The pool's open, fitness center, bandanas grill, Ruth's Chris, the spa, and the golf course. From suites and the cottages that offer private hot tubs on the balcony and three fireplaces, you got to get away. To Hotel Park City, call 435 940 5077. That's 435 940 5077 for reservations today. 2020 has been a lesson in the unexpected, but the real estate market has adapted to the new normal. I'm Bob Casper from Real Golf Radio and the Casby Real Estate Group. With trends we've seen and the COVID vaccine, it helps us to make predictions for 2021. So here's what you can expect. Interest rates will continue to be low. Home values and prices will continue to rise for now. And there's going to be more new construction. No one can predict the future, but we have the experience to develop a unique plan just for you. So let's talk. Send an email to Bob at Casby com. That's Bob at K-A-S-B-Y realestate.com. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. Temperatures are dropping, and you know what that means. Frozen pipes, busted sprinklers, and worse. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard that will last this time. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird Golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate their golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest to you. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back. Thanks again to the caddy for joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Thanks to Rex Hoggard in hour number one. If you missed any part of it, download it on your favorite podcaster site or go to our Twitter handle, at Real Golf, where you can download and listen to the show at your convenience. All right, golf, scary situations. We've been talking about it. My partner, Casper, has been offering his friendly advice. And the last one, Bob, if we can squeeze it in here, mm-hmm. is my scariest situation. I'm on the tee, and I got trouble on both sides. Hazard left, out of bounds right. What's your friendly advice for that situation? 
Well, there's a couple ways you can handle it or go about it. First of all, if it's a straight up stronghold, then you got to bite the bullet and go with a shot that is your go-to shot to get the ball in the fairway. If it's a par five, then break it down a little bit. Go from, from forward to backwards, figure out how far you want in after your second shot. And, you know, you might not have to hit driver. You could hit maybe a rescue club or a fairway wood or something. Get the ball in play, hit your next shot up there, get it into the position where you like for your third shot. I'm not a guy that uh, that really like to uh, push the issue. So just develop a go-to shot for you or play it smart and alleviate that pressure of, of uh, not getting the ball in the fairway with with something a little bit easier off the tee. That is definitely a scary golf situation and a very Casper-friendly advice. Hopefully you've, uh, that helps you as well, and hopefully you've enjoyed our little segment. Happy Halloween, everybody. Thanks for joining us. For our producer, Dave Glauser and Bob Casper, I'm Brian Taylor. We'll see you next week. If you missed something from today's show, you can find it now on iHeartRadio Talk. That's iHeartRadio.com. Slash Talk, a special news and update station you control. Follow us on iHeartRadio Talk and stay in touch 24-7.